Hello, hello. Welcome back to Unsinkable, where we talk about marketing and mindset tactics that help online coaches stay afloat no matter what the world throws at them. And man, is that an appropriate tagline right now because we are dealing with iOS 15 in this episode. And if you haven't seen or heard, Apple has released the new iOS 15, um, like what it's going to entail. And there are some things in that that pertain to email marketing. So I knew I wanted to talk about this as soon as I got um, my thoughts together and as soon as I did some research. So first things first, I'm going to, there are two parts of the iOS 15 update that will impact email marketing. And so I'm going to read them directly from Apple and then we'll talk about what that's going to look like. So the first thing that is going to happen is um, it's called mail privacy protection, and it's going to stop senders from learning whether an email has been opened. So when this is enabled, someone who is using the native app, uh, the native mail app on their iPhone, they can stop us from seeing if they have opened the email or not. So that is number one. Number two is what's called um, a privacy reply, I think, but basically what it is is when they sign up for something, they're going to be able to uh, use a feature called hide my email, which allows users to share unique random email addresses that forward to their personal inbox. So the address is something just random auto-generated and then it does forward to their personal inbox, but they're not sharing their personal email. So it's like a, a fake email, basically. So that is the two pieces of the iOS 15 update that uh, focus in on email marketing. And as at the time, I'm recording this on June 14th, um, so it'll come out a couple weeks probably after this, but things are evolving. We're learning more about what it's going to look like. We're learning more about how it's going to impact us. Um, but I wanted to like just start the conversation off. So A, you knew that I was um, wanting to to talk about this and you knew that we were going to um, be sure to to cover it, but also so we can um, just kind of see how things are, are evolving. So first things first, I want to say um, that I was not excited to see this update, but I'm also not panicked or or too um, freaked out about it. And I'm gonna kind of go into to why that is. So first things first is open rates. So a lot of this is really dependent on open rates, right? So we're gonna now not be able to see sometimes when people are opening their emails. Open rates are gonna go down, they are. But if we look at the um, metrics that we track as people who are sending out marketing emails, we have open rates, we have click rates, and we have conversion rates. And of those three metrics, if we were going to have one that was less um, accurate, I would want it to be the open rate because ultimately our conversion rate is, is the thing that we need to know. And so... Uh, and our click rate is is good to know. Also, I also pay attention to my reply rate, which is something that is um, something I do more manually. But if I'm sending out an email about a topic and it's something that I want to see, like, is this resonating with my audience or not? I can tell from how many replies I'm getting 
or the quality of replies that I'm getting if I'm like talking about something that's hitting a chord with people or if it's like not really um, coming across. So those are the metrics that we track. And like I said, of those, the open rates are the least important as long as the others are strong. And in the past, they've all been linked because obviously if your email wasn't getting opened, your clicks weren't going up and your conversions weren't going up. Now that's not going to be the case. And so I think it's important for us to understand that open rates are going to start to become um, a, a number that we can rely on less and less, but that doesn't mean that our conversions are going to go down. It's just that our open rates are going to look like they're going down. We're going to no longer be able to trust this metric as people who are sending out marketing emails. And so what I am doing practically here, I always say if you have um, been following me for a second, I always say that you send out emails consistently for 60 to 90 days and then take those numbers and consistently means at least once a week, take those numbers and then that's your new benchmark. So once this update happens and once we like our, this is what's going to happen, then send, keep sending out your emails as you normally have 60 to 90 days, and then just take that new open rate as your benchmark and use it. And that's it. It's going to be lower. It's going to look scary, but just take it and use it and know that's my benchmark. And we only use benchmarks in this case to see if we're dropping below our normal benchmark. So I use that instead of like industry standard. It makes um, things a lot a lot more personal when we are determining do we need to add emojis or do something different to our subject lines um, when we can look back over our, our previous performance versus just industry previous performance. It makes it a lot um, easier for you to dial in. So 60 to 90 days, give it a chance to, to kind of stabilize and then that's going to be your new benchmark. And that's going to be it. There, there isn't a way around this that we're aware of right now. Um, it just is what it is. So take that new benchmark and run with it. But no, conversions are not what's going down here. It's just the reflection of the data that's going down. So that is that. Um, my concern about the private reply or the um, basically the fake email address that they're able to give is... I am wondering if it's going to impact deliverability at all. So that's something that we're going to have to just see. Like there's not really a way to to predict that. Um, but because it would be, you know, changing hands more or because it would be being forwarded to, that's the verbiage that they use is that it's being forwarded to their personal inbox. So I'm curious if, um, you know, just on a fulfillment standpoint, like if they're using a uh, random generated email address, to buy a product and then there's going to be the deliverability email with their login information, their shipping, whatever it is. I'm curious if there's going to be an uptick in customer service issues or deliverability issues or whatever. That's like a potential problem spot that I see with that. Um, But other than that, if it's going to their personal inbox anyways, you're still reaching them. Um, It's just kind of like a thing that's going to make people feel better that they didn't give away their personal email even though it's going to the same inbox I don't I'm not totally sure like what that really accomplished the the other thing that I think maybe might be more the the case is like um if somebody was selling people's contact information and like you know like okay I only gave this email address to this one company but now I have 
six people emailing me this one email address, then obviously that company was selling my information. So that uh, could be a way that they're they're using that. But that's my concern when we come when it comes to that second aspect of it. So um, I also want to mention that this is iOS 15. This is impacting only people who are using obviously iPhones, but using the native email app on their iPhone, um, which might be less than you think, because I know that, my God, I know that on my, in some of my coaching circles, there have been um, talks of people using the, like the Gmail app on their phone instead of the Iowa, instead of like the, the Apple one because of functionality. And like, I know a lot of us use google um, drive and use google calendar and all of that and so sometimes i know people delete like the native apple apps for mail and they use like gmail and iCal or not iCal google calendar um on their phone so it's also something just to keep in the back of your mind that not every person who has an iphone is going to um, be impacted by this ios 15 update when it comes to mail because they might not be using the native mail app so that's just something to note in the meantime, this is what I really want to focus on. In the meantime, what do we do as online coaches and as people who run online business businesses when we know that this is coming down the pipeline? Any of it is coming down the pipeline. So the first thing that I want to mention is that we need to continue building strong relationships with our email list regardless. Because the more value we are putting into people's inboxes, the more that we are connecting with our readers and our customers over email, the more valuable they're going to see it is for you to have their email address, their accurate email address. They might still opt out of open rates and that's just going to happen. It's fine. But we're not just talking about this one iOS update. We're talking about in general, what we want to do in order to continue to build unsinkable businesses is we want to continue to pour into the relationships that we already have over email And so that doesn't mean, um, you know, getting like anxiously attached to them and and like putting more into the inbox and, you know, getting really crazy about it or anything like that. It just means continuing to like keep on keeping on, basically. Continue to do what you have been doing in your inboxes. Continue to um, nurture and reply to the emails that you're getting back from people. Continue to do what you have been doing and stay steady and consistent throughout because that is going to be something that's going to benefit you no matter what changes come down the line when it comes to iOS or anything else. The other thing that I want to mention, um, and this came up in one of the coaching groups that I'm in, is to branch into texting. This is something that I am relatively um, new, well, I wouldn't say new, but compared to how how long I've been in email marketing, um, I'm more new into text marketing, but I have created a product called Text with Success where I went through and researched all of the legality of it, all of the software and tech side of it, and then the content side of it. So if you want to learn more about how to build and create and um, sustain a texting list as an online coach, you can go to textwithsuccess.com and everything is there for you. And that is a great way to build yet another asset for your business because um, it's going to be a, a more direct to consumer way just like email is. And so that's something that I always tell coaches now. I am a firm and strong believer in emails. I don't think that text messaging is going to replace emails, but I do think it is a beautiful 
um, complementary product to emails. And so I think the two of them work really well together. Emails are long form. Emails are more meaty type content and text messages are short form and they're more inspirational, motivational type content. And it's just another place to show up for your person. And so I think text marketing is a great way to diversify and branch out into uh, different ways to reach your person. I also want to mention we can keep building our relationships offline, right? And, or even online, but off of email and off of texting with Dream 100 type partnerships and affiliate type partnerships, bundle deals, um, all of these other ways to get in front of new audiences is a great way to continue to safeguard your business because you're reaching other audiences and other people's audiences um, and not just relying upon the ecosystem that you've built for yourself, which is amazing and wonderful and we want to pour everything we have into that, but we also want to you know, take a step further than that and bring more people into our world. And so I think anytime this conversation comes up, it's important to say, look at what you have and continue pouring into that, but also um, take a step further than that. And so I want to mention to keep building those relationships, keep building those partnerships, keep looking for um, podcasts and bundles and all these other things, summits to um, continue to build awareness for your business and to continue to show off your offers that would help people in that audience and in that arena. Ultimately, when I think about anything that that is changing in this space, when I think about all of the, I mean, just the iOS update for this is email marketing, but the last one was really an assault on uh, Facebook marketing, right? And there's always something coming down the pipeline that's changing. And so what I really want to end this episode with is a focus on mindset. If we are consistently looking and saying, oh my gosh, this next thing is coming down. Oh my gosh, this is going to be the end of whatever, insert blank, email marketing, text marketing, Facebook marketing. If we're constantly looking and on on the outlook for those things, that's all we're going to see. If we on the flip side are like, okay, How are we going to adapt and overcome this thing? Okay, how are we going to adapt and overcome this thing? Okay, what cool new opportunities does this thing present for me now? And I think we really can start to do that and can start to strengthen that mindset within ourselves to where these updates and these things that rock people's worlds and are so scary and so big can just be something that we start to take in stride. I'm not saying they're not going to impact us. I'm not saying we're not going to see our our open rates drop. But it's all about understanding that this is not the end of the world. It can never be the end of the world unless you let it be the end of your world. And so it's just about taking these things in stride and being like, okay, here's how it's going to impact me. Let's move on. Here's how it's going to impact us. Let's move on. And on even one step further, how can this be a good thing for us? Like if we take this as a reminder to build our text message list, that's great. Every time that you use your text messaging list to connect with somebody, to make another sale, whatever, it's because the iOS 15 app prompted you to make that move. Or maybe you get in a great partnership after you listen to this episode, it's because the iOS 15 prompted you to make that move. So not only how can we adapt and overcome this, but how can we adapt, overcome this and make this a good thing? Make this give us a kick in the butt. So I really want to just kind of leave that with you. I I hope this was practical and helpful for you in 
in ways to understand what it's actually going to do for you. But ultimately, I hope that you um, come away from this feeling like you can continue to build an unsinkable business no matter what's going on in the world. That's the whole purpose of this show. So I love you guys. I hope you're having a fantastic day whenever you're listening to this. And I will talk to you next week.